Have you ever turned on a podcast in a public place and started listening, only for the three dumb hosts to suddenly start talking about Wolverine's cock? Well, it might happen if you listen here, so here's your friendly content warning that, um, we're gonna probably talk about Wolverine's cock, and we'll definitely swear a bunch. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the house of mystery to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? What is the best skull-shaped base location hideout what have you? Skull-themed cool place. It's an awkwardly worded question, I admit it, but since the skull is such a huge motif in so many pieces of genre fiction and a good way to start off happy new spooky that's season that's what we were thinking uh, editor and so is steven here i just got done with my shift did he at... just apparate out yeah. of just out of nowhere uh, you guys weren't looking and i climbed up out of the fence <laughs> by the way we uh, do our best to ignore you so that um which is kind of mean <laughs> but i just got done with my shift at the cinnabon i didn't know we had that i also didn't know i had a fucking work at <laughs> You guys know we have a fucking mall and a food court in that mall, and I work every fucking position in every place. You Look, that's f- the trash mall. I go to the good mall. <laughs> There's a banner mall? Yeah, you're really not keeping up with your janitor duties there. My apologies. I'll work harder. <laughs> oh, um, God. Now I feel bad. Skull-based hideouts. I'm surprised the mall doesn't have one. I mean, the mall doesn't. The park does. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. <laughs> Anyways. My favorite is uh, Spider Skull Island from Venture Brothers. Ooh, good one. I don't really know that. I, I really need to sit down and watch Venture Brothers, because every time I've watched it, it's been a fucking delight, but I've never spent a bunch of time on it. It's been somewhat inaccessible, and if you're not looking for it, it it's hard to walk, like hard to find. Oh, it's one of the ones they took off HBO Max, isn't it? Um, or I, I think it is on there Max. now. I think it's on there now. It's on there now, but also at so- certain points, it's just been like, I, I couldn't find it and watch it. I don't think the new movie's on there, though. I don't think it is yet. Mm. Since they finally, since it's finished, finally. Which I have not watched it yet, and I really need to. I heard that it was being made. I didn't know it was... I'm going to give one honorable mention because it definitely has a skull theme, but it definitely is none of my, like, winners. It's the Legion of Doom headquarters in the Louisiana Bayou. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I brought this up uh, as well in that I was like, that's a dope one. Do we count it as skull theme? It's not explicitly a skull. Everything else I have is much more explicitly a skull. But also, if it's not a skull, what the fuck is it? Is that... We'll, we'll get there, but the two that I'm bringing, I'm not sure are the best or even my favorite, but I'm bringing to mix things up a little bit and see what you guys think, so. Okay. I'm also going to give an honorable mention to Castle Grayskull, because it does look fucking sick. Castle Grayskull so good. But I don't really care about anything He-Man outside of... Uh, the Kevin Smith He-Man? Outside the Kevin Smith He-Man. I think... So for me, there's like kind of three contenders. One is the uh, Justice Injustice Gang headquarters from the Grant Morrison the Grant Morrison JLA run that is just a skull shaped asteroid. Right. Nothing too deep to it. It looks super cool. The important ones. One, Kong Skull Island. Skull Island's big. Very cool. That's especially because of that scene in the fucking in in Skull Island 
where the stepbrother guy is telling the story and like just that whole scene is so fucking cool looking and like what they do to make it look like a skull. I think I think the biggest knock against Skull Island is like it's cool and it's probably especially cool if you're King Kong. But you desperately but don't I don't want to be there. Yeah. Like I don't want to make it my base like which is why it's not my number one. Mm-hmm. My number one? Oh, sorry, do you have... Just on the mention of Skull Island, there's another one that it reminded me of that's from Scooby-Doo that I really enjoyed. <laughs> and it's just the top of a fucking skull. Like, it's not even like... You, it's, you have, like, the nose, the eyes, and the dome of the skull, and a fucking mansion on top of it. Oh, yeah. That's okay. pretty good. That's solid. It, that makes me think of, in uh, the Breath of the Wild game almost every goblin but not goblin i think it's like bokoblin or something like that mm. hideout is just a little skull building just scattered across hyrule uh i think the important one goes to the phantom's skull cave yes. it's a secret hideout it's a library it's a crypt which is kind of a fucking bummer that he lives in his like family cemetery but oh well you know emo's gonna emo he's not as bad as the spirit who literally just lives in his family crypt it's not any fucking different than people who keep fucking, uh, like, an urn of ashes on a mantle. In the Billy Zane movie, he does have an inexplicable throne that just hangs out, like, in the crypt. Is it made of skulls? Because no. that might be problem. No, but he does have the cool skull ring, which is really yeah, awesome. really fun. That movie, which I still want to do on Journal Interview someday, has so many skulls. Oh, so skull many ring. skulls. They got skull the belt, skull uh, cave, the three crystal skulls that they need, or I guess crystal gold and jade or something like that, but whatever. Technically it's four because the ring's the fourth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just remember that being a dumb bit in the movie. He also has the fucking, like, also in the skull cave, which is in the jungle, so it's gorgeous, you've got a bitchin' wolf friend and a bitchin' horse friend. So, like, that's kind of living your best life. Also, it's true. Two fucking hotties in that movie, if I remember. Billy yeah, Zane. <laughs> and Billy Zane again. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Well, Billy Zane not wearing the mask, and then Billy Zane wearing the mask. <laughs> now we're on the same page. Oh, and then Catherine Zeta-Jones was in it, too, and some and other. blonde woman whose name I can't think mm-hmm. of off the top of my head. Yeah, it's been too long since I've same, seen it. I, I literally can't even picture a person. All right, I want to mix things up a little bit. I got, I got, I brought two, but they're, one's arguable, because unless you know that it is based on a skull... When you see it, you don't think skull. Real quick, that woman's name is Christy Swanson. Oh, yeah, Christy Swanson. I just didn't want to... She deserves credit, because she did do a good job. Uh, Yes, I appreciate you uh, pulling that out. So, I'm going to go throw out there the Rogue Simulant Battle Cruiser from the Red Dwarf episode, Gunman of the Apocalypse. That is a fucking deep cut. One of their best episodes. Yes, but the ship is based on a cattle skull. Ooh. Oh, I just thought of another one, but go ahead and... And it's a futuristic rogue simulant ship like cool fuck yeah but that's the thing it mm, you kind of have to know that it's based on a cattle skull like once you know that and you see it you're like oh i get it but if you just see it you're like spaceship cool moving on the other one i'll throw out there how about the elephant graveyard from the lion king Ooh, that is a very, very good pull. That scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. But also an aesthetic of which I very much was influenced by. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I'm going to put it into the same thing as Skull Island of I'm knocking like, points off that there. I don't want to hang out, <laughs> but mad respect for even thinking of it. Um, I'm not going to, it's going to be an honorable mention for me because it comes to mind for it of like, I really love the skull imagery in Hades. Oh, yeah. Um, particularly like your house that like you interact with everybody and you're like kind mm-hmm. of like RPG nature of it. There's a lot of skulls. It's, it, yeah, it, it's fucking Hades. It's the underworld. There's going to be skulls, but it, it, I like the aesthetic of it, and it's it's not necessarily like a skull hideout, but it it came to mind for me. Lots of skulls. Uh, I've got one other honorable mention uh, that you made me think of. There is a comic called Space Riders, which is a psychedelic space fantasy Latino comic book. Hmm where the main ship is a skull. Yeah. And it just, like, flies through space, doing weird shit, killing cool things. On that note, in Injustice 2, Brainiac's ship is just a giant fucking skull. And it's pretty dope. Brainiac's had a lot of skull-based spaceship. There is... There's something about the skull-based spaceship where you're like, this is tacky as shit, but I don't care. Because <laughs> look at the giant skull Like, ship. if you do a skull plane... It's hard to make it work, but because it's a spaceship, who the fuck cares? Like, you don't have to worry about that's landing moon. Oh, well. That's a skull. <laughs> Fucking nowhere. Nowhere. Nowhere is the skull of a celestial. That's a good one. That one's pretty fucking um, cool. I don't think it really counts, but the fucking moon in uh, Majora's Mask that's got the creepy kind of scully mm. face. It's not scully enough to count, but you made me think of it with nowhere and that's no moon. I think I still have to give it to the Phantom's Skull Cave, but... Yeah. I would also like to hang out of Nowhere, though, so, like, that's a Nowhere solid... is pretty good. Nowhere is a good one. Only reason I'm not personally going for it, it doesn't physically resemble a skull to me. Yeah, I understand that. I feel like I'm we're missing one. There's, like, one that's... Just right there. There's right someone listening, there. screaming. Mm. Spider's Skull Island was really good, though, too. I especially love it once they changed it into uh, the... It was originally a, a villain's hideout that then gets taken over as basically, like, Johnny Quest's, like, parent-type situation, and now Johnny Quest has, like, grown up, and it's now a museum to his dad and, like, all the cool shit they did. Oh, cool. But still also a villain's hideout. So there's, like, a self-destruct button shit built into it. God, I love that world. It's so great. What, what do you remember the name of the villain? No. Oh, yeah. Scaramantula or something. <laughs> um, and like he has his, he has like his mustache and eyebrows all are, are groomed, so his face looks like a little uh, tarantula. Tarantula, that's right. Um, it's fucking, it's nonsense, and I love it. But also, you mentioned uh, Kong Skull Island. That one, like the way they design that to one look like a skull from an aerial shot from like satellite views but then there's also just like there's mountains that literally look like fucking skulls too and it was like that's that's plus i wouldn't mind hanging out with kong castle gray skull i was actually visually i think castle gray skull might be the coolest of them like i was bummed in the kevin smith he-man when it got like the happy makeover. I was like, can we put the gray skull filter back on? I, for all, when I was a kid, I always thought it was the bad guy place. Mm-hmm. I was like, it is the bad guy place. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with the sort of genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of Marvel and DC horror characters. So, Zach... What knowledge can you drop on the one below all? 
real quick as a side note, when we first started this bit, I was like, I forgot to come up with a character for, but nope, that was last season. The one below all, that is the character from Immortal Hulk. So in the Marvel universe, I've not read this far into Immortal Hulk. I keep meaning to, because it is probably the best horror comic that Marvel has ever put out. It is yeah, yeah. horrifying. In the Marvel universe, the one above all is kind of the ultimate term for God. Because it goes like humans, God, celestials, uh, the living tribunal, the one above all. In some versions, it's literally just Jack Kirby. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one below all was from the mad and brilliant mind of Al Ewing, who decided, I guess, that if there's one above all, there has to be a dark opposite. So, rad. <laughs> this is this is not Satan. No, Satan's because another guy. Because we have Satan. We have a bunch of different Satans. Satans. A bunch of devils. Um, you got guys pretending to be Satan. You got Satans pretending to be different Satans. We have There's Mephisto and Marduk Curios being the two big ones. But uh, uh, the one below all is... I might have to do a redemption round because I don't know too much about him. But he is the... Uh, a, basically like... All evil in the Marvel universe given form or given origin. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to definitely have to do a half redemption because, like, I don't. I there, There's stuff that I kind of know. The gamma energy is connected to him. So the gamma energy that transforms people into hulks. And he can bring people back to life through the green door, which is a... I don't actually understand. I didn't get far enough in where they explained what the green door was. Just that every time someone was like, I saw a green door. I was like, oh, fuck no. Oh, that's bad. Interesting. Also, it's wild the, that they just like decided that like gamma radiation is just like, yeah, no, that's 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 from the evil place. When Hulk was first created, he was heavily based off of a combination of Frankenstein's monster and Jekyll and Hyde. And then they moved away from that into kind of more sciencey stuff. And they've done horror, but it was still kind of more sciencey body horror. <coughs> but Al Ewing, for whatever reason, decided to do the Immortal Hulk. Partly because Hulk had died several times and they were bringing him back for this book. And so they're like, all right, let's really kind of lean into that. And Immortal Hulk is literally Hulk can't die. If Bruce Banner gets shot in the head... I mean, it, it's what's the line from the Avengers movie? Uh, pu put a bullet or put a gun to my mouth and the other guy spit out the bullet. So like in Immortal Hulk, Banner dies a few times and then the Hulk Comes digs back. his way out the next night. In the original Hulk stories too, there was a very... That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, dude, it's um brilliant series. That's like, incredible. It is the greatest Hulk series ever written, and I hate to say that because Peter David's run was incredible, but like, it's so... You have this? But Peter good. David didn't I write... I have most one. of it, and I'm getting the rest of it. Peter David didn't write an amazing horror comic that is laced through and through with Kabbalistic mysticism? Yeah, it's so good. Ewing is probably the best writer working for Marvel right now. Al Ewing. You've you've mentioned him before. He's he's just picked up an Immortal Thor series, and he's like, don't, don't worry, I promise it's not Immortal Hulk. <laughs> but I am going to poke and prod at what makes Thor in the same way that I poked and prodded at what makes Hulk, just as a like Norse legend instead of as a horror story. Yes, please. Oh, I'm so excited. That sounds so good. Cool. He also does the best version of Loki, hands down. 
I think that's how you've talked to him. Uh, you've talked about him before to me. He's he's fascinating. About he's Loki. so good. But yeah, I'll have to do a partial on. Basically, say, he's we'll, we'll call of... it like a, a three quarters redemption because <laughs> you have definitely the core of what it is. But, but I don't like it gets complicated. Yeah, yeah, I have like three issues left to uh, to finish it off. Oh, and it's... you mean the origin of all evil in this entire universe is complicated? Yeah, what kind of fucking nonsense <laughs> is that? But I also wanted to start big. I like it. That's good. Very good pull. Very interesting. Wanted to start big. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earvrm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. Up, up, and away.